So we have uh, copies here if anyone still needs. I'm going to start them. <coughs> So first of all, big shout to uh, Mayor Weinberg for sponsoring this morning. It should be a schluss for the yard site of uh, his grandfather, Shmuel ben Avram, and her Fushlema for Tzvi Yosef ben Chaya Sarasima. We have her Fushlema of Sar Shachal Yisrael, Shalasi Nachas and Simple on Mishpacha, all Kilo of Pal Yisrael. Okay. So uh, yeah, we still have extra copies again if anyone needs. All right. So for the past, uh, at this point, it's been like a month already. We've been talking about the sugya of, of uh, I guess this is all part of like introducing introduction to the, to the 13th parak in Sefer Yeshua, but we've been talking about the sugya of Sheva Levi and their Shaykhist Eretz Yisrael. So the last thing we spoke about last week was the fact, again, we know that Sheva Levi does not have, at least not until Mashiach comes, they don't have a real proportion in Eretz Yisrael. So where do they live? So this is what we saw last week, is that the, the Torah says, Parshat Masih, there's a special mitzvah, that Sheva Levi should be given, they should be donated cities from the rest of Kalal Yisrael, 48 cities in total, the six uh, primary cities of refuge, the Ari Miklat, that we had to designate anyway, those were donated to Sheva Levi as well. And on top of that, another 42 cities as well were given to Sheva Levi. And this is what we spoke about, this is what we saw last week, is that all these 48 cities that were donated from all the Shvatim to give to Sheva Levi, they all functioned as Arimikot. They all functioned as cities of refuge for someone that was Ritzech, someone that killed the accident. It's just as, this is the story that we told about last week is that there was, with that being said, there were still six primary Irmiklats and 42 secondary Irmiklats. And we spoke about the difference in halacha between the primary versus the secondary, but again, that was, the, that was what, we, what we saw last time. Which is again the Sheva Levi again? They don't have a portion, but they're given cities to live in, and these cities of the Levium are also uh, cities of refuge. And again, that's what we spoke about last last week. Are these two halachas one idea? Is it two ideas? That was already last week. So this week, what we're going to learn about is a very interesting halacha. I think about how the Torah sort of um, stipulates how the layout of these cities have to be. In other words, it wasn't just okay. These are your cities. These are your properties. Do whatever you want. It's not like that. There's rules and regulations in terms of what a city is supposed to be comprised of, the different components of a city for Sheva Levi. And then we'll see how that extends beyond Sheva Levi to other Jewish cities as well. But that'll be the sugya of, uh, of what, there's a job, right? City planners, that like, that's, a, that's a thing, right? Like plan out what the layout of a city. So that's what we're going to be learning tonight. What is the Torah's uh, vision of, uh, of what a city's supposed to look like? Okay, so Marmukka number one. So this is, uh, again, a couple of psukim in Parshas Masai. Again, the Pasuk over there is talking about this idea of giving cities to Sheva Levi. And in that context, the Torah tells us what the city is supposed to look like, what's the layout of the city. So it says as follows. Again, Tzavis B'nei Yisrael says in Pasuk, Command the Jewish people, V'nosnu l'levim, minachlas achuzasam, 
that the Jewish people should give, should donate from their inheritance to the Levium, are Moshavah, cities that they should live in. So you have to donate cities for the Levium. Again, as we saw last time, 48 cities in total. Now the Pasuk continues. That along with the cities, which is obviously, the, you know, the population center will be in the city. But says the Pasuk, and this we're going to see how Tarshbal Peh develops it, but the Pasuk says that you should also give with the cities Migrash Lorem. Migrash, I don't know how they translate it exactly. Migrash is like an open area, like a buffer zone. Just an open uh, field area, open open area that you should also give for the city. So you have the, the, the actual city where people live, the population, the buildings, and so on. And surrounding it was just an open area that had to remain open like that. The city should be where they live. In this open area, be for their animals, for grazing, their rechushasam, for their, you know, any, uh, for their properties, gardens, and so on. Anything that they want to, they want to keep there, and so on. You should have this area outside the city. Okay, we'll see, we'll see the details soon. Now the Pasuk then goes on to say how, how large should this area, this surrounding area be. This area, this open area that you that you should give to Levim, mikir from the from the border of the actual population area of the city and on, should be elof amasava, a thousand ama, a thousand ama circumference around the city. So for a thousand amas, that's that was a, an open open area for fields and so on. And then the pasuk goes on to seem to contradict itself, and this is where we'll see where Tarshvalpet comes in. Umidaisam luchutz leir. The measurement outside the city, as pas kedma, towards the east, should be alpayim amma, 2,000 amma. Ves pas negev, to the south, alpayim amma, 2,000 amma. Ves pas yom, to the west, alpayim amma, again, 2,000 amma. Ves pas to the north, alpayim amma, 2,000 amma. Vir batavach, again, the city in the middle. Zeyilachem migrashe arim, that's the area, that's the open area on the outside. So, one second. So right away, the Pasuk contradicts itself. Again, we, the Pasuk is telling us what we see is seeing one, one idea, that again, a city that are given to Levium have to be comprised with sounds like two parts. There's the center, which is where the population lives, the buildings and so on, and then a surrounding area of just open territory for whatever the usage might be. How big is that open territory? So the Pasuk seems to contradict itself. The first Pasuk said it should be a thousand on it. And then when the Pasuk went on to give more specific details that it should be in the north, south, east, and west, it started giving numbers of 2,000 on. So is it 1,000 or is it 2,000? Which one is it? Okay, so this is where, where we have a Machlekes Mirashayinim, how to answer that question. Take a look at Marmok number two, Rashi. So Rashi right on Chomish. This is, Rashi's opinion on Chomish is the following. It's Rashi and Chomish, by the way. Rashi writes the same opinion that he has in a number of places in Shas, but this is how Rashi deals with the contradiction. Again, is it a thousand amma of empty space around the city, or is it two thousand amma? Which one is it? So it says Rashi like this. Elif amma saviv, Rashi raises the issue. The first Pasuk says that it should be a thousand amma around the city, empty. The Achrav, and later on, the next Pasuk says, then it says two thousand amma. Which one is it, a thousand or two thousand? Okay, it's a, so it says Rashi like this. Alpayim hunaisin lehem saviv, says Rashi. It's two thousand in total. It's 2,000 in total. But within those 2,000, it should be divided into two parts. Mehem elef hapnimim, the inner 1,000, should be lemigra, should just be open space for gardens and people to walk, parks, just open area. Vachitzayim, the outer 1,000, the sadhus akramim, should be for sadhus and kramim, should be for farming land and for orchards for to produce uh, uh, food and so on. So this is how Rashi deals with the answer, deals with the question. There's two types of surrounding areas that the city, that the cities of Levium require. One area, which is just open space, parks, walk around, fresh air, and then an outermost surrounding area for farming land and for uh, trees, for, for, for whatchamacallit, for vineyards and so on, to produce uh, food. And says Rashi, in total, the whole thing is 2,000 amas. A thousand amma of open space and a thousand amma of farming land. That's what Rashi says. That's how Rashi deals with the issue. The Rambam in Marmach number three, similar to Rashi, which is that the Pasuk is describing two different areas. One area of open space for parks and walking around and trails and so on, and another outer space for farming. 
But instead of it just being 2,000 to get all together, 1,000 one type, 1,000 another type, the Rambam says it a little slightly different. So Marmokka number three, the Rambam writes as follows. This is again in Hilchus Shemitah V'yoyvel, Perak Yudgimel, Halacha Bey. says the Rambam, Migrashayaharim, the fact that the cities of the Levim had to have open spaces, that's an open Pasuk that we see in Chumash. But we see in Chumash, and this is how the Rambam says it, Shem Shloishas Alpayim Amal Kharur, all together, 3,000. 3,000 uh, uh, Amas of surrounding, surrounding the city. Mikir Bechutza, from the border of the city and on. Shinemar, because how, does, how do we get 3,000? So says the Rambam. Because one Pasuk says, Mikir Bechutza, Elif Amas Aviv. One Pasuk says there should just be a thousand Amma outside the city given to the Levi. The next Pasuk says, and we dice in the Chutzli here that the measurement outside the city as Paskeidma to the east, south, north, and west should be Alpayim Amma, 2,000. So it says 1,000 in one Pasuk. The next Pasuk says 2,000. Okay, so put them together. What's 1 plus 2? It's 3. So it's 3,000 Amas altogether. And, what's, and what do we do with these 3,000 3, Amas? So it says the Ramam, the similar breakdown in concept to Rashi. Elif or Rishayinim, the first thousand is Migrash, is open area for parks and just uh, recreational use, walking around, airy space. And then the next two thousand, the Sadis Akramim, for fields and vineyards and farming land. So this is the basic setup that, that all the Rishayinim are agreeing upon. And the truth is, it's based on Gemaras. We're, we're not, we're, we'll see what we, what we can do over here. But all the Rishayinim agree to the following setup that the Torah is telling us the cities of Levi have to have three components. There's the center of population, that's number one, obviously any places to live. Then outside of that is an area of parks, open area to walk around, fresh air. And then outside of that is farming area. That's, everyone agrees to. The question, the Machlek is between Rashi and the Rambam, is the measurements. According to Rashi, the surrounding park area was a thousand amma, and the surrounding farm area was a thousand amma. So just two thousand amas altogether. According to the Rambam, it's three thousand altogether. One thousand of park area, similar to Rashi, but then two thousand of farming area outside of that. So that's the that's the Machlokes Rashi the Rambam. But that's what uh, that's what we find when it comes to uh, that's that's what the pasuk is trying to say. Now, one other just interesting, I guess, piece of information regarding the layout of the cities of Levi is the following halacha. Marmaka number four. Uh, there's a Gemara in Erechen, a Brisa in Meseches Erechen, Laman Gimel Amibes. The Gemara over there is talking about the, again, another interesting halacha about what the cities of Levi had to look like. And again, when I say the cities of Levi, it doesn't just mean the cities of Levi. I mean, they're cities of refuge. It's the same, same basic idea. That's what these cities were. So the Brisa says as follows, Vatanya. The Brisa says as follows, Ha'ar Malolo, these cities that were given to Sheva Levi that are act, that function as cities of refuge, Ain Aisim Aisan, like farm Ketanim, for like Krochim Gedailim, El Ayoris Bainimus. We'll see exactly what the Brisa means exactly, but the, the simple words of the Brisa are that these cities that are given to Sheva Levi, and again, as, and function as cities of refuge, you're not allowed to make them small little towns. They can't, little be, they can't be little shteplach. But like Krochim Gedailim, they can't be huge metropolises. El Ayoris Bainimus. They have to be average sized cities. That's what, that's what the Brisa says. So, again, that's what the Bryce seems to be saying. When you build a city in Eretz Yisrael, whatever size you need, or the population, you know, if, 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 if you only have a population that needs a shtetl, then you build a shtetl. If you need a population that you need uh, the size of New York City, then you make New York City. But for cities of Levi, there's a special spot, a stipulation. Whether they're needed or not needed, you got to work it out that they're not little shtetlach, and they're not huge metropolises. They have to be what's called beninim, average-sized cities. Huh? So that's a good question. So the the the, the deal with this that it could very well be that the number of forty eight that we give to the levy that can just be minimum. In other words, when uh, what we'll do is if if we need if there's the population is growing to the point of where we need bigger cities, we'll just make more cities. But each city has to still remain the size of the of a, what's called a base. In this particular city, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the halacha. That's the halacha. Couldn't get a really great, fantastic world there. <laughs> the whole city we're on. That's the Sheva Levi. They're all uh, in the hard place to live. It's a hard place to live. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> who's going. Who's giving the drasha? You know what I'm saying? Like that's why it's one. You know, some. You know, it's uh, 
Okay, whatever. Like the, the halacha talks about a city that's all kahanim, so hudochins and stuff like that. City of Ora Banim, it's. Uh, yeah. Every shul is a breakaway. That's right, that's right. Shabbat Shalom, exactly. So that's, they have to work it out. But as Allah had to be an average, what's called bain. Now, obviously, when we talk about uh, a bainining, this is very vague terms. What does it mean, a shtetl? What does it mean, a big city? What does it mean, therefore, in the middle? So it, it's very, very unclear. It, it's most likely dependent on just the average, what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So if you take just the average of, uh, of what's what's considered normal in, in Eretz Yisrael, so you can use that as the gauge of what's considered small, what's considered large, what's considered average. But you're right, there is no, it, it doesn't say specifically like this amount of people living in the city. It just says, not small, not too big, but average. Now to give a little bit more uh, definition to this, so if you take a look at Marmokan number five, Rashi, on the Gemara and Erechen over there, gives a little bit of an explanation of why is this? Why are we so mocked? Why does it have to be uh, not too small, not too big? So Rashi says like this, interesting. And in, in the wording of Rashi, we'll find will discover a new halacha that uh, might have gone under the radar if you just saw the b'risa. But it's a chiddush from Rashi. Rashi says like this, nice and arm ketanim. We're not allowed to make these cities very small. Why? So Rashi says the fact that they have to be, that they're not allowed to be small is not necessarily because of the fact that they're cities of Levi. But again, I kept on telling you that these cities are Levi cities, but they're also, they also have to function as cities of refuge. So says Rashi, this halacha that we just learned, that it can't be too small or too big, is really because they have to function as good cities of refuge. And as an irmiklat, there's a problem if it's too small. Why? Says Rashi. You can't make them too small. Why? Because again, they have to function as cities of refuge. It has to be, there has to be enough of an infrastructure in place to help people that are running and escaping to the city. A little shtetl if the fact that there's, there's only a few people, and they don't have the infrastructure necessarily in place to support newcomers, the wave of, uh, of people that are coming. So on any given day, there can be theoretically more people arriving at the city to, to set up shop and to live there because never they, 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 they killed someone by accident. So you need to create, you have to have a place that's big enough, that has enough of an infrastructure to support theoretical people that are coming. That's why they can't just be a little shtetl. It has to be it has to be bigger than that. Again, it's because of the fact that it has to function as a near mikla. And for that same reason, says Rashi, it also can't be this huge metropolis. Why? Because if it's a center of commerce and business, if it's such a major city, then what? Then there's constantly going to be flowing of people in and out. And we can have people sneak into the city that are trying to take revenge. You know, the whole point of inner Miklat, right, is what? Is that a guy never needs to be protected. He comes in and he's, and he's safe. But if you have a city that's so huge and there's millions of people traveling in and out of the city every single day, it's impossible to tell, you know, to protect the person because, uh, you know, in one, of these car, in one of these thousands of cars that are traveling through the city, it could be the relative of the person that he killed and the guy's coming to take revenge. So you have to have a city that's able to support the person coming to be protected, but not big enough that he can just, that anyone could get lost in the city. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and then do what they want. So it has to be that perfect balance of big enough. But we're afraid that he will. We're afraid that he will. So this is the, this is what we're trying to avoid. If the city is so big, people get uh, it's it's too anonymous. You know, it's too anonymous. You don't know who people are. Where people are coming and going all the time. So that's not good, says Rashi. So therefore, again, can't be a huge, large metropolis. Because big cities like that and invariably become centers of commerce for everyone. And the person that's taking that wants to take revenge might uh, easily be able to get there. And it'll, it'll, uh, you know, it'll lay ambush for the murderer. And kill him. So that's what we don't do. Rather, says Rashi, that's why the Bryce says it has to be this middle ground, big enough to support the, the, the person coming to be protected, but not so big that, that uh, the person coming to, to, take, to kill him will, will become lost in it. Rashi, but, but so, that's what it says, not too small, not too big, rather in the middle. But Rashi adds in a couple of words, it has to be in the middle, without a wall. Now what Rashi just did in that little, in those two words, is introduced to us a whole new halacha, which is that besides the fact that there's a stipulation of how, how big the city has to be, so there's another halacha, which is that it has to remain, has to be defined in halacha as an ear. 
we know this in the context, it's very related to Purim. Now, in, in Masech's Megillah, we talk, one of the basic, uh, you know, halachas about Purim is that you have to know what type of city you're living in. Are you sitting, are you living in an ear? Right, and the first mission of Megillah talks about this, three types of cities. There's Kfar, there's the shtetl, right? There's a Krach, there's a big metropolis, and then there's an ear, and there's a city. What's the definition in, in, in Masech's Megillah of a Krach? A Krach is not a, a, there's a certain amount of, of people that live there, to qualify as a krach, but the main definition of a krach is what a big city is what is a wall. That's a wall from Hamzishubanon to Shushan Plan, all those halachas. Says Rashi, the fact that the Mishnah, that what, if you take a look back in the language of the Brisa, Marmok number four, what was the language of the Brisa? The Brisa was Ha'armalo, these cities, Ain Iso is like farm katanim, they can't be little shtetlach, for like krachim gedailim, and not big krachim, Ella Ayoris Bainas. They have to be middle sized. Ayaris, middle-sized cities. Rashi's bothered with the following thing. If it's all focused on just population size and how big and small, then why is the Brisa keep on switching the language? It says, don't make them kfarim ketanim, small little shtetlach, okay? And don't make them krochim gedayim. Why use that word? Rather, ayarim benim. The Brisa should be consistent. It should say, don't make them small shtetlach. Don't make them big ayaris. Rather, make them middle-sized ayaras. Why does it switch from the word ear to krach? Says Rashi, it's hinting to us another halacha, which is, besides the size of the city in terms of population, to protect, to on one hand, support the, the ritzeach, but also to protect them, there's another halacha, which is, it has to be defined as an ear. And the definition of a city, of an ear, is that it doesn't have a wall. So that's another halacha, that it's not, it's not there's, there's two halachas in play. For, for a city of Levi, it has to be both the middle-sized population, and number two, it can't have a wall. If it has a wall, then you have to, you have to get rid of it. And it, cannot, it cannot be defined in halacha as a krach. Now the truth is, if we take a look, and there, there's, two, there's two areas of Torah where we find this Indian of difference of a city being defined as a walled city versus an open city. The most famous one is about Purim. But the truth is, even from Torah, there's a source of it in Torah. But it's not as so well known these halachas. But Masechus uh, Erechim talks about it. The halacha of being able, of redeeming property. If you sell property in Eretz Yisrael, so it goes back by Yovel, and you have maybe the opportunity to redeem it. The halachas of being able when you sell property in Eretz Yisrael, your right to buy it back and your right to get it back by Yovel very much depends on what type of property we're talking about. And over there, the halachas of an open city property in an open city versus property in a walled city is very significant. So the halacha would be for a city of a levi, we, again, we're trying to, you're not allowed to, it's not allowed to be defined as a krach. What calls, what makes it a krach? Having a wall. But if you want to now learn the what type of wall, how high does a wall have to be, all the halachas about that, so that as a marmakim, you look in the halachas about, the halachas of, uh, of redeeming property in Israel, the differences between an open city and a walled city, and in Hilchus Megillah, to know what's the difference between a wall and an open city, it'll, it'll, it'll apply to this as well. But that's the basic idea. What's bothering him? Yeah, because... So the truth yeah, is, I'm not... I'm not showing all the cards, because we don't have the time. If you take a look at the sugi over there, you'll see clearly in the sugi that... The, 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 in the sugi itself, it's clear that these are two halachas at play. There's a halach of stipulating the, the population size, and also the fact that the, the, the champ can't be so, a wall. So, so when it comes to the shir, the kasha, or just what the kasha, what you say the kasha is, it's, it's in the language of the Bible. It should just stick with the ear. Stick and I'm with the ear. Rashi's not going to bother by why it's called a krach or a Stick with the word ear. Right. So there, there's, again, if you go back to Marmok and the Rwanda, you look at the psukim, again, this is where the source is. The psukim describe the cities given to Levi as Orin. As Orem, as uh, as as an ear, an ear in halacha is always defined as an open city without a wall. That's where it's coming from. So this is where we have these two halachas. The population size is svara. That's not from the Torah. That's a svara to make sure that it makes sense that it should function as an ear mikvah. The second halacha that it can't be without a, that it can't be with a wall. That's based on the dika of the pasuk that it says ear. This is not just Rashi, by the way. The Rambam also seems to say like this as well. If you take a look at Meir Malkin number six. The Rambam in Hilchus Ritzeach, he's talking about the halachas of Yermiklat over there. So he says, again, it's not 100% like as clear as Rashi, but it seems to be like this. The Rambam says, Ari Miklat, again, these cities of refuge, You can't make them large cities, right? 
and you can't make them big metropolises. Veloy Ketanim, and not even small uh, metropolises. Elayoris Benis, rather middle-sized cities. Now, again, I, without getting too technical over here, the Rambam, the Rambam is telling you what you're not allowed to make it, right? So the Rambam says you can't make it, make it Ayoris Gedolis, big Ayoris, and you can't make it Krochim Gedolim, okay? And then he says, Veloy Ketanim. The word Ketanim is in Lashon Zohar, Ketanim, not Ketanois, which means he's going back to Krochim. What he's saying is if you can't make a big city, you can't make even a big or small krach, rather it has to be a middle-sized ear. Vaiter, the Ram is, what he's trying to say is that again, when a, a krach means a walled city. A walled city, not. big, small, is enough community. A walled city, for sure not. Within an open city, says the Rambam, it can't be too big, it has to be middle-sized. So it's also the same idea that the Rambam is bringing out, is that there's two halachas over here. The size of the city has to be medium, but either way, it's not allowed to have a wall. That's the second halacha that we find regarding the uh, city of a Levi. So we have two we have we have two halachas that we've learned so far about these cities. Again, in the Hashem, at the end, we'll, we'll bring out some of the pinimis of it. But halacha number one that we saw is that the layout of the city has to have three components. It has to have obviously a place of population. Surrounding that is an area of just open space, you know, parks and so on. Beyond that is for farming. So one. And the next halacha we saw is that the size of the city has to be uh, considered a, an average middle-sized city, not too small, not too big. And number three, it, can't, it has to be an open city, it can't have a wall. Okay, that's what we saw so far. Now, let's, one, one, one other halacha, and then we'll see how to, what about other cities? What about Islam? Uh, does, this, does any of this apply, any of these halachas apply to other Jewish cities in Eretz Yisrael? So take a look at Marmokha number seven. This is Mishnah Erechin, Lamed Gimel Mebeis. So the Mishnah over here says the following halacha. Ein oisin sada migrash, v'loi migrash sada, v'loi migrash ir, v'loi ir migrash. Again, the Mishnah is coming with, is talking about this idea that we just said, which is that the cities of Levi have to have these three components. There's the city, population, there's what's called the Migrash, the open area, and then there's called the Sada, the farmland on the outside. Says the Mishnah in Erechen, the halacha is, they have to remain as such. Ein oisin Sada Migrash, v'loi Migrash Sada, v'loi Migrash Ir, v'loi Ir Migrash. The every, you, you, you're not allowed to, you can't turn the open area into farmland, you can't turn the farmland into open area, you can't turn the, open, the city into farmland. This is the way it's supposed to be. These are the three components, this is the way it has to be. <clears throat> now the Mishnah continues, Amr Rebbe Lazar. Rebbe Lazar says, This is only true when it comes to Levi cities. That Levi cities have to have these, these three components and they have to remain that way. Abu Bari Yisrael says, Rebbe Lazar, this is all true for cities of Levi. But when it comes to other cities of the Jewish people, whatever they want. Aysin Sada Migrash, Migrash Sada, Migrash Ir, Whatever, whatever you want. You want to you wanna have parks? If you don't have any parks, I don't know why you wouldn't, but if you don't have any parks, don't have any parks. You want farmland? Also good. No farmland? Again, I don't know why you would, but also it's, also it's fine. The only thing you can't do is the only thing you can't do is just, for whatever reason, turn the, you know, destroy a city for no reason. That's called Chorban Eretz Yisrael. You can't do that. But in terms of this idea that a city has to have you know, a thousand amma of open space, 2,000, whatever is of the farmland, that says Rebbe is only for the cities of Levi, not true for Ari Yisrael. Now this is Rebbe This is Rebbe The Tanakama, on the other hand, is disagreeing with that. The Tanakama, when the Tanakama says this statement, then no, 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 no. You have to have these three components. You have to have population, you have to have open space, and you have to have farmland. The Tanakama is telling you this not just for cities of Levi. He's saying this is true for, for everyone. For every Jewish city has to have these three components. Rebbe Lezer is disagreeing. Rebbe Lezer says, no, no, no. It's only for Sheva Levi, not for, other, not for other cities. So let me explain a little bit of, of, of where this is coming from, and we'll see. Midaraisa. This is how the Rishonim explain it. From the Torah, so obviously all that we have from the Torah is, is, is a, a, uh, a description of what a city of Levi is supposed to look like. So everyone agrees that Midaraisa, this halacha of these three components for a city, only applies to Sheva Levi. That we, that we for sure have. The question 
the Machlaikis in this Mishnah between the Tanakhama and Rabbi Lazar is, what about Midrabana? Did Chazal enact and, and expand this idea to other cities as well? The Tanakhama says yes. The Midrabana and Chazal enacted that just as Sheva Levi has these three components, so do every city should have these three components. Every city in Eretz Yisrael, a Jewish city, has to have these three components. Population, open space, and farmland. That's what a city has to look like. That's the sheet of the Tanakhama. Rabbi Lezer disagrees. Rabbi Lezer says, no, 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 there's no such enactment with Rabbanon. This is only Allah of Sheva Levi and nothing more. We, how do we pass him? So we pass him like the Tanakhama. We pass him like the Tanakhama, which means that a Jewish city has to have these three components. Midaraisa, this is true for Sheva Levi. Midrabanon, it's true for all cities. Now, that expansion of this halacha from Sheva Levi to other Jewish cities in the Rambam, we're going to see in a moment, is that it doesn't mean, even according to Tanakam, it doesn't mean that every other city of Sheva, every other city of the Jewish people has to be exactly and as rigid as, as the cities of Levi are. Take a look at Marmokka number 9. The Rambam, again, uh, uh, turning this halacha, uh, turning this mission to halacha lamaisa, so he gives us some explanation. So it says the Rambam like this, Marmokka number 9. Again, there's an il Hashemit of it says the Rambam, When it comes to cities of Levi, this is the basic idea. The cities of Levi, again, have these three components. City, population, again, open area, and farmland. And the Pasa gave us specific measurements. The city has to be a, a, an average-sized city, right? Without a wall, right? The, 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 the open area, parks, and so on, has to be 1,000 Amma. And the farmland has to be 2,000 Amma. Says the Rambam, when it comes to say, a, a, a Levi city, where the Torah tells us such specific parameters, you can't change that. It's it, it, It's not a suggestion. That's how it has to be. Says the Rambam, Levim. When it comes to the city of Levi, you can't you can't turn the ear into Migrash. You can't you can't uh, expand the park area into the population area. Vilay Migrash ear. You can't expand the city into the park area. And you can't expand from the park into the farmland, or the farmland into the park. This is how it is. It says in Pasuk, that the cities, they have to have uh, this open area surrounding the cities. It says in Pasuk, you cannot sell them. And with Piyah Shmuel Lamdu and Chazal interpret that this word doesn't mean to sell. It means it cannot be changed. There's a unique halacha with Sheva Levi, says the Rambam. I'm not going to say the older Rishonim agreed to this, but this is the sheet of the Rambam. And we have, you know, there's a kabbalah we have from the Chazanish. The Chazanish said when it comes to halachas that are not recorded in Shulchan Aruch, that are only being again when Mashiach comes, we pass like the Rambam. So the Rambam is passing that when it comes to Sheva Levi, the cities of Levi, so the Daraisa is lo yimacher, which means that it cannot change. So it's not just a suggestion of like, generally speaking, this is a layout. That it should have, there should be, uh, you know, there should be uh, what you would call it, the parks and farmland. No, no, no it's not just the, that, that. That's not just you know a, a suggestion or just a basic layout. This is how it's supposed to be. That exact measurement of how the cities were given to Levi from the very beginning. That's how they have to remain. The area that's for parks remains for parks. You can't cross over an inch from the population into that area or the farmland into that area. Mm-hmm. Every area by itself, like the Rambam's language is kolacha Every one of these three components, the city, population, area, the parks, and the, uh, the farmland, has to remain like that forever. That's in terms of the Daraisa. Now, when the Tanakhama in, in the Mishnah Erechen says that we expanded this idea to other cities, in, in the expansion to other cities, then we're more flexible. Then we're more flexible, says the Rambam. In the next halacha, Marmokka number 10, the next halacha, halacha hey, the Chain Bashar Ari Yisrael, says the Rambam, Similarly, when it comes to Jewish, other Jewish cities, so then we're not, it's not like they, every Jewish city also has to have these three components population area, parks, and farmland. But already when it comes to other Jewish cities, we're not, we're not so strict and we're so particular that you can't uh, change anything. When it comes to other cities, it's just a general, you know, a, a general uh, guide, guidelines that a city has to have these three components. How much? A thousand amma like this, two thousand amma like that, not that not. And if the population grows and you need to expand a little bit more into the farmland, is also okay. 
as long as B'derach Klal, you have these three components for a city, so whatever works for that population is fine. It says around like this, V'chein B'shar or Yisrael, when it comes to other Jewish cities, so there's a similar halacha, which is, L'yistar Adam that you can't just knock down uh, your house and just make, uh, make a park out of it. And where are you going to live? I don't know, I'll, I'll just sleep by my brother's house for the rest of my life. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, you're part of the city, that's what a city's supposed to be. You have to have these three components. So this is how the Ramam is breaking it down, that the cities of Levi, this idea of there being these three components, population, um, um, whatchamacallit, parks, and farmland, that idea is true for all Jewish cities. The stipulation that has to be this exact measurement, a thousand amas, two thousand amas, and you can't you know, trespass from, you know, it has to be mamish like that, that's, that's unique to Sheva Levi, that's unique to the cities the cities of Levi. Now, one final Nakuda, and then we'll try to explain a little bit of the premise of what's going on over here, is that what, what is this in exactly of these three components? In other words, the, 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 a city has to have a place of, of population. That I think we get. That's what a city means. A city should have an area of farmland. I think we also understand the function of that. You have to be able to produce food to support the city. What's this Indian of there being just a parks area, open, airy, nice, things like that? What's that Indian? So if you were to ask me, what I would say was that that's for the mental health of the people living there. In order to, you know, we know that it's, it's not healthy for a person to you know, live in a concrete jungle like that, not to see a tree ever, not to have any area that's open. So for persons, uh, for the Yishavadas, Menuchas of people, you have to have an open area like that. And, and that's probably what I would say. But uh, I'm wrong if I were to say that. If you take a look, take a look at, uh, at Rashi, in Marmok number 8, there's a mm-hmm. Rashi on that Mishnah. This idea, again, of, of there being these three components. Rashi says as follows. And listen to the words. It's, a, it's an amazing principle. Rashi says, Ain Mikrash. Again, the Mishnah said that a city has to have the, the farming area and has to have uh, the, what's it called? The park space. area, the open space. So it says Rashi like this. Ain in Southern Mikrash. You can't you can't turn the farmland into open space. You can't, uh, you can't take over the farms, you know, with just open space. Why? It says, Rashim Shum Yishev Eretz Yisrael. There's a mitzvah of Yishev Eretz Yisrael. There's a mitzvah of being able to settle to live in Eretz Yisrael. And if there's no farms, <laughs> you can't live. That's a churban of Eretz Yisrael. You're undermining the ability to produce food. It says Rashi, but then the next halacha was, you also can't, overtake the park area with farms. Why? It says Rashi, that's also undermining Yishev Eretz Yisrael. Because part, and this, this is what I think is a Chiddush, is that the reason why you have to have an open area is not for the peoples like Yishev Adas. It's not for that. It's for Eretz Yisrael. Part of what makes Eretz Yisrael complete is the fact that it's a beautiful place. Is the fact that it's, that it's, that it's, na- it's natural beauty is present when the you know if you think about it it's it's like it's obvious in pasuk like this right whenever Hashem talks about Eretz Yisrael he always talks about like the beautiful nature of it Eretz Zavas Chol Vadvash mountains and valleys and all this stuff so when you read that so I guess Pashpasha you would think okay that's just like a nice you know it's a beautiful country he wants to be, no 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 that's a that's a stipulation of what Eretz Yisrael means maintaining the natural beauty of the land is part of what it means. Eretz Yisrael, just as making, just as, just as it's important for Yishev Eretz Yisrael for, to make sure that Eretz Yisrael is hospitable, which requires, you know, uh, uh, cutting down forests, you know what I mean, and making highways, and making farmland, but part of Yishev Eretz Yisrael is also to ensure that there's, its natural beauty also remains. If you were to notice to, 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 Make er- these are the two extremes that uh, in our soul we have to deal with. On the one hand, making it a place that's hospitable to human beings living there, which means disrupting its natural uh, environment. But on the other hand, not disrupting its natural environment in order to make sure that the inherent beauty of the land uh, remains. And that balance is exactly what this halacha is about. So this halacha of having open areas and parks and so on, it's not for the people's Yeshua Das, it's for the land. The land to be considered to be Eretz Yisrael bitikuna in its proper uh, uh, rectified state and not in a churban. Churban Eretz Yisrael means two things. 
it means a, in, in, inhospitable and, and underpopulated from Yidden, and also at the same time, not being able to express its natural beauty. Whenever you have Eretz Yisrael, Nebuch, that doesn't have Yidden living in it, and it's just overrun with like uh, forests and trees, that's a churban of Eretz Yisrael. And whenever you have Eretz Yisrael overpopulated without any openness and airiness and natural beauty, that's also a churban of Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael Ketikuna is this balance of being able, of being hospitable to people, and at the same time, also being able to be a place of, of, of natural beauty and, and aesthetics. But that's the balance. It's about the noy and not the mental health. Yeah. You could have a rule of, you know, no children allowed. Keeps the preserves the beauty of it. Right. You know, so right. There's the halakha tilt one way or whatever. So it's interesting. The fact that it's coming from Eretz Yisrael and not the mental health, there is one halakha that you'd see clearly because of that is that this only applies to Eretz Yisrael. In other words, if this halacha was coming because of people's mental health, that you live in a place and you need to be able to have a park to, to walk around in, then this halacha should apply, at least the expansion of Chazal, moving beyond Sheva Levi, it should apply to cities outside of Eretz Yisrael too. Let's say you have Yidin setting up and making a Jewish city in Chutzlaritz. There's such a thing. There's halachas that, that there's such a phenomenon as having a Jewish city in Chutzlaritz, and there's halachas about that. Merzimov Basra talk about uh, t- taxes, you know, the Jewish people, if they set up a city, they have a ghetto. So they uh, could set taxes amongst themselves. If this is halacha about the people, then it should apply everywhere. It doesn't apply everywhere. It's only for Eretz Yisrael because it's not coming. It's not a Yishev Adas halacha. It's a people take halacha. So I'll give you an example. So when you're dealing with a country, what's amazing is, is that, you know, you know, as, as, we, as we move into a sort of modern era, now there, there's a response. We have to, the Gedolim have to figure out, they had to and they continue to have to figure out how to rule, how to run a government, and how to run a, a country based on Torah. It's something that throughout the, mass, the vast years of Gullahs, we didn't have to deal with such things. So it all has to be there. So we do find, so for example, so in America, right, or major countries, there's like, um, uh, what do they call it? Um, um, the, the national parks, right? It's like an Indian of, having, of, of maintaining national parks. So, like, does, is, is that a thing in Torah? Like, is that a, you know I mean? is that a thing? Does that, does that, does that exist? Is there any makar of that in Tyra that there should be an Indian of national parks of maintaining just the uh, you know? The answer is hundred percent. The root of such an Indian, as you see over here, is this Allah, this Allah. That now again, so what we're just, what we're just, what we're what we're finding is is that when the Tyra says for Sheva Levi that it should be that a Sheva Levi Dika city should have these three components, there's there's a number of factors contained in that mitzvah. On the one hand. There's one factor is, which is that it's telling you what a Sheva Levi city should be comprised of. These three components, the population center, open area for for parks and so on, and farming. Now, now with that being said, there's another component to Sheva Levi, which is, and that's the way it is. And whatever was given to Sheva Levi, times of Yeshua Benun, that's it. That's what the city is supposed to look like. This is the park area. This is the farming area. That's it. Now Chazal expand that mitzvah, that concept, to other cities in Eretz Yisrael. What they expand to other cities is just the, you know, the, the basic idea that there should be these three components. The next, the, the, the layer on top of that, which is, and that's the way it is, that they didn't expand it to other cities. So when it comes to other cities in Eretz Yisrael, as a uh, city uh, manager, right? That was the, as a city planner. Huh? city planner. As a city planner in Eretz Yisrael, you have a special halacha to make sure that the city comprises these three components. Why? Not for the mental health. I mean, obviously, you have to take care of the mental health of people too. But it's a halacha in Eretz Yisrael. Well, Eretz Yisrael has to remain there. Huh? Say it again. It's taller than that. The beauty is so. Yeah, and in a vacuum, without without people, without people, the concept of beauty doesn't exist. But it's not for the people necessarily; it's for the land. The land requires the it, it requires space to express its natural beauty. The fact that the no, for sure, for sure. But I'm just saying. But I, interestingly enough, this halacha that we don't there's no such now here. You know what? Here, let me let me let me let me share with you where we do find the mental health will will play a factor. Here, take a look at this. Take, it's not like it's a, a, no one's ever entertaining that we could remove 
like completely change uh, so remove your minimum so uh, so is there uh, so, so, so let me so, so, so let me sh- let me so you'll, you'll see what i mean here take a look at marmoka i wasn't sure i was going to get into this but you guys forced me so here marmoka number 11. there's a mission in babasra okay the mission of babasra is talking about now this mishnah bear in mind is not talking about uh it's a it's a local babasra it's not the, it's not it's not the enzroin you know what i'm saying it's not eretz yisrael this the Mishnah says, If you have a Jewish city, the halacha is, if you, uh, you want to plant a tree, you have to plant the tree at a distance from the city of 25 amas. You cannot plant a tree within 25 amas of the city. So says the Gemara like this, number 12 is the Gemara, again, there's My time, why? Why Why is there such a thing? You can't, uh, there's halachas in Babasra talking about neighbors, right? That you can't, it's very, one of the basic halachas in Babasra is if let's say a guy has a house, right? And you plant, you can't plant necessarily your tree or there's halachas about this. You plant the tree not next to his house because the roots might uh, damage the guy's property. Yeah, such a thing. Huh? As a griya, things like that. So, but this is, we're not talking about next to a house, we're just next to a city. There's no, so says the Gemara, my timer, why can't you plant a tree within 25 amas of a city? Amr Ula, Ula says, in order to maintain the beauty of the city. So says the Gemara, one second. We already know the halach in Erechen, that there has to be a, a significant, uh, by cities of Levi, a thousand amma. Other cities, maybe not a thousand, but a significant uh, amount of park area surrounding a city. So what do you need a Mishnah Mabasu to tell us this for? It's only 25 Amas. So it says in more Laitricha Lazar. This Mishnah Mabasra is going according to the opinion of Rabbi Lazar. Again, Rabbi Lazar said, if you remember, that this whole idea of having open areas and so on is only for Sheva Levi, only, only Levi cities. There was no expansion to other to other cities of, of, of Eretz Yisrael. And to, and in that sheet of Rabbi Lazar, though, even Rabbi Lezer would agree that you still need 25 amas of empty space. So, so what is the Gemara telling us? The Gemara is saying the following idea, that Rabbi Lezer, the Gemitana Kama says that every city in Eretz Yisrael has to have a significant amount of open space. Why, says Rashi? Eretz Yisrael, not mental health. It's the land. The land needs to be able to have space to express its natural beauty. Rabbi Lezer says, Ladam, there's no such halach. There's no such halach. But even Rabbi Lezer that says there's no halach that Eretz Yisrael needs space to express its beauty, even he agrees that the mental health of people is important. And for the mental health of people, he says 25 amas is enough. A 25 amas circumference around the city to give you some space, that's enough. Beyond that, that is not necessary anymore. The Tanakhama says you need more than 25 Amas. Why? Not for the mental health anymore. You need 20, more than 25 Amas because you need space for Eretz Yisrael to express its natural beauty. So this is where we, where, we, where we do find such a thing is that we are, we do recognize the need of people to live in a open, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an aesthetically nice place with, air, with area to breathe and so on. And that's the mission of Bab Basra. And that halacha Bab Basra is true for Chutz Laretz as well. It's not an Eretz Yisrael de Galacha, it's a Chutz Laretz de Galacha. But for that purpose, what do you need? Just 25 Amas. In Eretz Yisrael, says the Tanakhama, besides the mental health, there's also another Halacha, which is Eretz Yisrael needs to express its beauty. For that, 25 Amas is not enough. You need a Gizunta place in order for Eretz Yisrael to really, you know, spread its wings. So this is where we have in Halacha this recognition. So what we're coming out with is, is that in a Chanami, when, when a, as a city planner, you have these two components to bear in mind. If you're in Eretz Yisrael, the, what you have to bear in mind is giving space for the city, for Eretz Yisrael, to express her natural beauty. Besides the fact that, obviously, you have to re- be responsible to make sure that Eretz Yisrael is able to support the population. Mm-hmm. But part of Yishev Eretz Yisrael is to maintain, that Eretz Yisrael should also uh, be, uh, to, to make sure that Eretz Yisrael is, 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 is kitikuna, is both to make sure that it supports the population, but is not but it doesn't sacrifice its aesthetic beauty because of it. That's what you have to balance in Eretz Yisrael. And in order to do that, you have to give significant area for open spaces. Does it have to be a thousand amma? It doesn't have to be a thousand amma. That's only in, in, in the cities of Levi. But you have to give some significant space. Outside of Eretz Yisrael, 
The other component that you have to deal with is, the only, I should say, the only component you have to deal with is the mental health of the people. And as far as the mental health of the people is concerned, even Rabbi Lezer agrees that you need an open space, it's just for that, all you need is 25 arms. That's how the sugis, uh, the sugis all come together. Okay, so there's a lot of like different pieces over here. Okay, so let's let, let me try to give a little bit of a premise of what's of what's going on over here. Um, what, what, here, let's put it this way: Why is Eretz Yisrael? I guess I'll mention this Nakuda. Why is Eretz Yisrael? Why does Eretz Yisrael require these two? Come, what we're seeing is again, this is what comes out. And we see that Eretz Yisrael requires two components in order to be, to be a healthy Eretz Yisrael. On the one hand, a place of Yishuv, that you have to be able to live there and to produce and to be healthy, to be active, you know, it should be hospitable. On the, on the other hand, it has to be a place that's uh, aesthetically beauty, that's sort of like untouched and it's allow, allows its nature to, uh, to, be, to be seen. Where is this coming from, Epidemius? Again, in chutzlarts, we don't have this quality. In chutzlarts, it's just about the people. So they need a place to live, and they need to maintain their mental health. But in Eretz Yisrael, it's, the land itself needs to be a place that's, on the one hand, uh, hospitable, and on the other hand, aesthetically beautiful. So there's different ways to say it. <laughs> we'll see how, how it comes out. Eretz Yisrael is a place that is the embodiment of that midah of Hashem that's called Malchus. The midah of Malchus. Now we know the Midah of Malchus is always associated with the feminine. The feminine. Eretz Yisrael in Tanakh is always in Lashnekev. It's always, uh, you know, Dabru Alev Yerushalayim, Vakaru It's always in the feminine. You know, it's a, the Pasuk describes the Jewish people's return to Eretz Yisrael like a, like a child returning to their mother's embrace. Eretz Yisrael is always described as a feminine quality. Eretz Yisrael, that's the Midah of Malchus. The Midah of Malchus means a, a feminine Midah by itself. Now, Chazal, the, the nature of, of an akeva is there's different statements in Chazal. You have to speak Lash about this, but and they're both true, and you don't want to get in trouble either. Chazal say that on the one hand, the, 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 the job of an akeva is to maintain the house, to, to be very practical, to make sure that things are are yishuv. Whereas the father, the husband comes home with a check, but what is the check? It's floating in outer space. It's not. What does the wife do? What does the, what does the wife and the mother do? She takes the, the money. She takes the, the the concepts that the guy is coming in with, but makes it practical, makes it workable, makes it uh, actually produces a supper that people can eat and consume. So on the one hand, there's a quality of nekeva which is practical, giving kalim to be able to 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 function properly. On the other hand, the other role of the nekeva is ene isha eliyofi. There's a certain quality of aesthetics and beauty that the Rabbanu created for the Nekeva. So just as the Nekeva has these two components of both, on the one hand, uh, having bearing the responsibility of bringing things in practical order, and on the other hand, uh, there being some level of aesthetic beauty over there, so too Eretz Yisrael, which is described as, which is connected to me, the Malchus, of the feminine quality, has to have these two components of both practical Yishuv and at the same time, a space to allow its aesthetic beauty to shine. Now, the fact that Sheva Levi, the cities of Levi, not only have this component, but they have this component in a very, in, in, on, on top of this, in Sheva Levi, there's an Indian of it being lo yishun, it can't change. That very structured, stock away, that's related to what we spoke about last week, which is that Sheva Levi is the Bechin of Gevurah. When you have these, there's always these two energies in the world. There's hispat, there's chesed, which is giving and expanding and moving forward and forward and forward. Then you have gavur, which is the opposite of holding back and restraint. Sheva Levi is the Levi versus Kayan. Levi is always the embodiment of gavur, of restraint, of holding back. Therefore, since this, therefore the cities of Levi have to have, by their very definition, they have to be, they have to, um, they have to uh, 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 express this quality of Gevura. And so since Sheva Levi are Gevura, it's, it's a Bechit, they're a Midah of Gevura like we spoke about last week, therefore their cities have to be Gevura Dik, and the way their cities express their Gevura Dik is what, the, the Gevura Kite is what? Is Lo Yishunet. It remains exactly what it is. It doesn't expand, doesn't change. It doesn't move on. 
That's the Midah of Gvura. More than that, we saw also that the cities of Levi have to be considered in halacha, they have to be called an ear, not a crop, right? You can't have a walled city. The gematria of the word ear is 280, right? That's uh, Ayin Yud Resh, it's 280. 280 is a significant gematria. If you take all the end letters, Mem Nun Sadi Pechav, the gematria of all the end letters in the Aleph base is 280. In, in Kabbalah, we find such an idea that the end letters are always the letters that represent the Indian of Gvura, of restraint. That's the end letters. And so the idea of the cities of Levi being places of Gvura, but holy Gvura, is this quality that they have to be, they have to be what you call it, they have to be what, what they are is what they're always going to be. And they have to remain an ear, not a krach, because an ear is begamachia, the letters menatzbech. And so this is the idea that, we're, that, 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 that comes out. Now, the reason why this is related to what I spoke about last week is that, is that the reason why the Rabbanu Shalom gives a stipulation specifically to the cities of Levi that they should have these three components of population growth, but also population, and to support population with farms, but also open area, which I, which I said is, is an expression of a feminine quality of both being practical but beautiful at the same time. So this Indian is specifically said by the, by the cities of Levi, and Chazal expanded to other, to other cities as well. This Indian of, but this Indian that the cities of Levi, Midaraisa, have to express this quality of, of feminine kite is not disconnected from the fact that the cities of Levi are also Gvurdika cities. Like I mentioned last week, the, the, the fundamental energy that's, that, that Nikeva is associated with is Gvura. The nature of Zohar versus Nekeva, Zohar is always more Chesed-oriented, Nekeva is always more Gvura-oriented. And so this is what, this is the site of the Pneumus of what's emerging from all the halachas regarding the cities of Levi, is that the cities of Levi have to embody, in a very strong way, the quality of femininity, of Midas HaMalchus, and the Mid of, and the Mid of Malchus is built primarily from the nature of Gvura, from the nature of Gvura. And so because of that, these are the halachas that are in play in the terms of the city of Levi. On the one hand, the, the cities of Levi have to be, they express the quality of Malchus, the quality of the Nekeva, and the fact that it has to be a place that's specifically able to sustain population, but also give space for beauty. And since they're the cities of Levi, which are cities of, which, which are, and, and the cave itself is built from the energies of Gevura, so it has to be exact in that way it was given, without changing at all, and it has to be an open city, not a krach, because of the letters, the gematria of Menatzbech. That's, again, that, that's all the halachas by, 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 by uh, the cities of Levi. Beyond that, to other cities in Eretz Yisrael, so that's Midrar Banach, because I'll expand, that other cities in Eretz Yisrael also have to embrace this quality of Nekeva, that the full expression of Nekeva is specifically by the cities of Levi, because the cities of Levi are cities of Gevura, of Levium, which is Gevura of Kedusha, and Gevura is the energy that builds Nekeva, so this dafka, the cities of Levi, that you have these components of Gevura, of it is what it is without changing, and they can't be walled cities, and that energy of Gevura builds the feminine quality, which uh, is this ability, which is this halacha, that it has to be both popu- able to receive population and beautiful at the same time. And so that's the components that come to uh, a city of Levi. How does it make the Yoytis better? Huh? How does it, why, why does it make the Malchus better? Why does it make the Yoytis better? Why is Gevura so... Why do we want a doctor now? The reason why Gevura, why, why the feminine has to be these two components is because they, they balance each other out. On the one hand, Malchus, the feminine, has to be the most practical, the most down-to-earth. But at the same time, in order to ensure that that practicality doesn't, uh, doesn't become lost, you know, and doesn't... Uh, uh, that becomes too rigid, so there has to be uh, an airiness, a beauty to it. The yoifi that's associated with Nekeva is... is is, is, is reconnecting the Nekeva to the highest place. So are we adding the, the Indian of Malchus to, to make the Gevura better? So it's a Hamtaka. There's, there's a Hamtaka in there. I mean, the, 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 again, what, 
I usually try to explain this with Darkhan Hasidus. Today has been a little bit more like just the halacha and then like Kabbalah Shprach, so I, I apologize for that. But the, in the Kabbalah Shprach, this is what we find, that the quality of Malchus uh, is built from the energy of Gevura. And again, that's... that's, that's uh, in, in this case, though, are we... Think, to... think, think about it. Let me, let me just try to explain a little bit more. The quality of Gevura has two things. That... Okay. That quality of Gevura has these components of, again, being practical. Gevura, Gevura, okay, you know, I'm, 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 I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to. Are we trying to, to, to make the, the Malchus stronger? Both. Both. You're, we're building the Malchus, we're building a Malchus, and Malchus means these two components, these two components of practical pratim, but beauty at the same time, and the, and the, nat- and the energy that's, used to build Malchus is an energy of Gevura, and that's what the cities of Levi are about. Again, why is it that Gevura is the necessary, is the main energy for Malchus? And why does Malchus have these two components of practical and beauty? I'm not really explaining right now. But that's the, but that's the basic idea. These three components, that's what makes the city of Levi. Again, but no wall. So a wall, because we want Halachic, we want to establish it as an ear, not a crop. The gematria of ear, are end the letters, and end the letters are the gevurdic letters. So that's what we want. The wall is actually constricting. Correct. That's the we want. We want to. We want to. Maybe that's too much. But in in terms of the gematria, the definition of an ear is the menatzbech letters. Okay. Shpizaycha to return to Eretz Yisrael b'shleimus.